Hey guys, this is Marcel from the Picablo Radio and with another episode of the Picablo Radio Inside. Today I want to talk about how you can help others with a pen and why this first step is so important for a great company environment. The products we build today and the uh, services we build today are often a mashup of several services in itself, several products that bleed into each other and build something innovative new. I'll give you an example. Let's say you want to build an app like Google Maps. Google Maps has the ability to bring you from point A to point B and shows you a map. And today you even can see the traffic, what's on your road. And Google Maps will tell you whether you are on the fastest track. So let's explore what that actually means to build something like this. Even if I don't know the Google um, developers that worked on that, uh, but I have a strong assumption what, what might be needed for that. So at least you need a team of uh, people uh, that build this native app on this um, device. Let's go with an, with an iPhone app. You probably need an iOS developer team. And then you need people who have some experience with landscape mapping and how you represent those on the screen. So now you have already two teams or two parties that, uh, two expertise that come together. But much more than that, you now have a different team who builds maybe a service, whether you have traffic on the M1. This whole information is an ecosystem in itself, which is quite complex where you basically map out all the traffic that's on the road worldwide. And I haven't spoken about teams like the go-to-market team, the marketing of this app, the customer service team who probably replies to all the feedback that they get and to all the access management and permission management that's in between as our services and himself. And those things are all needed to build an app like that. So you already can see, if, even if you bring just one person of each team into a room, you probably have 20 people in a room for each area quite quickly. So those collaboration that is now required is not natural to many people who grew up in my age. In my school, it was about performance and how I get an, a mark in my classes that bring me further through the courses and through the years. I never sit in an exam where I sit around the room and had to show that I collaborated well and for that I get an A or a C. However, today this is needed and today we need to learn how we work together and how we help each other. Now you say probably helping others, that's natural to me. I like to help, yes, I agree, I'm probably I can tell that most of the people I know that they really like to help other people. But how is it about asking for help? Have you ever experienced a situation in your career where the problem you faced were too difficult, too complex, and then you stepped back and asked for help? I think at this point, you need to have a certain environment and certain company culture in place that encourages you to do that. And if you don't have those environments in your company yet, then at least having a network of people is probably your approach. You go to someone you trust and ask him for help what he thinks about this problem. And if you don't do that, problems over time become 
actually bigger than they are. You can waste a lot of time on that. And it's actually a big problem for, for corporates today when projects get stuck because you basically have no transparency around problems. Daily stand-up meetings with teams help there to discover whether you have a problem or not. You might know those three questions from Scrum where you ask, what did you do yesterday? What do you want to do today? What obstacles you face on your way? However, what actually happens after that? What is if someone says, I have an obstacle and I need help? First, that takes a lot of courage. It's exactly what I mean. But what then? This is an absolutely important point to change your company culture. In this situation, you have exactly one chance and it's the perfect chance to change your team. Here as a visual leader and maybe as a facilitator of this daily stand-up meeting, you then have to capture this problem and make it to a team problem and raise the awareness that you might not talk about directly about it in this meeting, but you will come back to that shortly after that. In this way, everyone learns that it is okay to say, I have a problem and I need help. Through that, everyone again can help and solve the problem as one team together. But what is about when you don't raise those problems or have those trigger points like daily stand-up meetings what is if you're just aware of it, but no one speaks it out? So I want to give you a couple of tools into your hand as a visual leader, as a leader in general, of how you can act here and um, help with the pen. For me, being frank and straightforward is the best approach, where you speak about your observations and offer help. So maybe try a sentence like, you go to the person and say, uh, it looks like you're going gray with that problem and maybe you can explain it to me. At least we are lost together or we go to getting gray together. At this point, you have two ways you can work from here. You either work with a A4 paper and a pencil and let him explain the idea um, and the problem he has or the solution in front of him with a, with a pen. However, I believe that it's better to stand up and find a free spot on a whiteboard for a couple of reasons. First, putting away the chair from the table gives you a bit of breathing time. Standing up gives you additional oxygen in your body. A couple of meters walking helps to get the brain cells warmed up again. Having a new environment in front of the wall actually offers also an invite for everyone around to participate and join in. So if you are interested in changing your company, those little steps of getting the person to whiteboard is actually a big step. And let us pause here for a second and have a look at the whiteboards in general in the company. I believe they should be very close to a team. Every meter should be a whiteboard so that it is actually visible that someone from the team is drawing with someone else from the team and that the others of the team have a chance to go to this and help if they are needed or if they want to participate. If you have to go to a meeting room for that, it's a lost opportunity to collaborate. And a bit broader about collaboration. I believe that each whiteboard in a company is actually an invite to collaborate. So let's zoom back in. You are at the whiteboard with the person and the problem at hand. And now you start drawing. Here are a couple of tips I think are very useful. First of all, Take as much space as you can get. Don't try to explain it in a corner of a dirty whiteboard. 
clean it up and draw it up as with a lot of space because you will add more details on the way and therefore with a whiteboard marker you need space to get that readable onto the wall. Second, start with the obvious stuff. All the entities, all the parties that are involved are a bit of text and a circle around that will help to get the landscape of the problem up on the whiteboard. Third, visualize the relationships between those entities, between your circles on the whiteboard. It might be an information flow from A to B or it might be a timeline from start to finish. Fourth, recap as soon as possible. Summarize what you understood and in this way show that he doesn't waste his time and there's actually some meaningful drawing coming up out of that. Fifth step, formalize the problem. Visualize the problem statement on the wall. In basic words, I just mean write down what the problem is in words as a headline on top of the whiteboard. I'll give you an example. How do we store those big files in the database? You might wonder why I not do that at the first step, but this will draw attention. And in the beginning, I want to work alone with one person to get something up on the whiteboard. If you have too many people, too many chefs around cooking the soup in the early place, you are get distracted and lose focus quickly. So that's why I do that. Sixth step, ask for participants now. If other people want to come in, it's a good way, good point, just to recap again and invite more people. However, to the new people joining in, explain why are you there and what you try to achieve. The headline may help you, but I think you need to explain what the outcome of this session should be to each new participant joining in. From here, pick a different color for your marker and visualize options that you have. Ask others for other ideas and other options. And the last but not least step is to try to become stupid. What I mean by that is you try to make yourself redundant by asking others for help and as soon as they are have clever ideas and know an idea try to pass on the pen to someone else and say hey can you help me can you draw that I don't get it and it's a magic step when you step aside and just leave the people work so step out of the way and let the people do their job this last step is a beautiful thing when it happens but it's slightly unfair and let me highlight that that you are aware of the situation you agreed with a person who needs help to work on a problem alone and now you leave your own meeting so at this point check with this person that he is actually very fine with the situation that you pass on the pen to someone else and that they are now working on it so put him maybe aside and just say is this fine with for you are you fine with running this meeting now alone without me? So make sure that this is not something thoughtless done. Et voilà, you helped someone in your team to solve a problem on the same time you improved your behavior, you improved your team culture of your team with drawing together on the whiteboard. 
And if you think, okay, I can't draw again, I don't know how to draw it, yes, you know what I will tell you. Come to my training session that I run monthly in Melbourne, Sydney, Auckland and Perth. Or if you're in Europe, go to the Picablo Academy and uh, join in one of their visual facilitation trainings. And if you thought, hey, this was a very nice talk and uh, I hear what you say and this is very useful, it might be useful for one of my mates, please share it. Share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, go to iTunes and give us a rating, leave us a comment. That always helps to get the word out and to spread the good ideas of the Picablo Academy. So have a great day and uh, have a great week. <laughs>